Finally, Mark, the Milwaukee Common Council approved getting that $15 million yeah. grant from the state to demolish and also try to revel- redevelop right. Northridge Mall. Is it really going to happen this time? Yeah, it's hard to predict this one. I think you and I may be really old when this finally gets done, or maybe I'll be really old when this finally gets ripped down because it's been going on for a long time. The money from the state is going to help when and if they can tear it down, because as everyone probably remembers, it's in court right now. It's at the Court of Appeals. has not even yet had a judge assigned to it. So you're looking sometime, maybe six months from now, hopefully before a ruling is made. And then, of course, whoever loses can appeal. So the judge rules in favor of the city, the owners can appeal. So this could go on for a while yet, which is really, really frustrating. I know for all involved. Obviously, the mall is up for sale again. I mean, the owners are trying to find somebody to own it. They had the deal earlier this year, remember, with Corello, who wanted to do something out there. That didn't work because of the city. So this is still a mess, Libby. And it's frustrating for people who watch it, who live out there. It's something I've been reporting on for 20 years. Think about that. For 20 years, that mall has been vacant. And what that means to that area, everyone's kind of frustrated and wants us to move ahead. They now have the money to do it, and they still can't do it. So, you know, hopefully in 24, but, you know, I wouldn't bet the house on it. Well, we've seen some closures, unexpected ones yeah. lately. I can't believe that Engine Company Number 3, one of my yeah. favorite brunch it's... restaurants, closed. Oh, a few man. more in Oconomowoc. Why are we seeing yeah. these closed down? You know, this is a real interesting one because obviously Engine Company Number 3 had a big following. A lot of people loved it. Brunch plays. Really good. They're going to close, and they're just going to work with events. I think a lot of it is staffing. We've really heard that over and over again since 2020 and 2021, what happened. You know, they just haven't had the staff to operate. I think it's also, there's just a lot of restaurants in Milwaukee. It's very competitive. We have way more restaurants in Milwaukee than we should for our size. But I also think it's the economy. It's slowing a bit, not spending as much money for some of us. So I think this is kind of a natural churn. Unfortunately, we've seen some pretty large names that are going to close. There have been a few that have opened. So I think we'll be okay. I guess my concern as we look at 20 is kind of what's the economy going to be. Obviously, everyone was wrong about 23. People thought it was going to slow down. We didn't. But what does 24 bring? So I think you'll see more churn, unfortunately. And hopefully the ones we all love will just continue to operate and be having great food. Let's move over to North Water Street. Lots of good places to go there. But one of the things people are talking about is somebody's interested in using that Marcus Performing Arts parking structure is mixed use. What are they talking yeah. about doing? This is one you and I had talked about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the site right, that's right on the river. That's right to the west of the site. Now, this is the old old structure there. I mean, a lot of us have parked in that structure. It's not in great shape. They want to rip it down. Looking at a mixed use on the site, there is a number of individuals who are looking at it. One specific one would be mixed use, probably would include a hotel, could include some more residential, you know, maybe some retail on the ground floors, but what people like. Again, that area is really hot right now because of what we talked about with the neutral project, which is right on the river, which is high-end apartments. All the stuff we have on Water Street already, which, you know, has done very well. And I think it seems like all the activity in the area is really happening. And you're seeing a lot of things on Water Street still go pretty strong. You and I talk about apartments every week, right? So we can't go a week without talking about more apartments in Milwaukee. Wait a minute. Do you have a squeaky toy there, Mark? That would not be me. (laughs) That would be two of the dogs I'm watching this morning. I wasn't quite sure, but I know a squeaky toy when I hear it. All right. Yeah, you did. You know, a lot of us have our suitcases packed, ready to travel over the holidays. What's the outlook for Mitchell? Do you have any numbers as far as how many people are going to travel? You know, really about a quarter million are going to travel through the airport between now and the end of the holidays. We've seen the airport in Milwaukee, Libby, has had a really strong 23. We've added new flights, a lot more activity, but we're not yet at the levels of 2019. We've not seen travel of the executives come back. A lot of the travel through the corporates are not come back. 
So you're seeing a lot of leisure trips, a lot of vacations, things like that. And then the airports are busy. Everyone I've talked to the past weeks who travels at the lines are long. So I think you're going to see that. What I'm excited about is 24 because there's a lot of optimism about adding more flights to Milwaukee. They have what's going on in Milwaukee now to try and have you fly out of Milwaukee instead of flying out of O'Hare, which seems to be having some success so far. So there's a lot of optimism for Milwaukee in terms of our rebound. So I think travel's up, not yet at 2019 numbers, but we are headed in the right direction. Speaking of 24, we know next summer for the RNC, we're going to see a lot of people flying into Mitchell. You talked with Chief Jeffrey Norman from MPD and a lot of other people's involved in security. When are they going to announce what the boundaries of that security zone are going to be and how is it going to affect businesses and people who work downtown? This is probably the number one question I'm asked about the convention. There's a lot of excitement at the convention, a lot of interest in the convention, but it's how it's going to impact me, how it's going to impact all of us. So the security zone probably, I would say by March, hopefully will be released. That's kind of the thought process, March or April. In 2020, it came out in January. The thinking is, as I talked to Chief, it'll be a lot like it was in 2020, which would be the river on the east, be the freeway on the south, the freeway on the west, and maybe a little bit north of the arena on the north. So that's kind of, but again, there's a hard zone and a soft zone, who gets in where, who gets in. So all that's really being worked out. So much interest in that because that's a lot of customers. Obviously, a lot of restaurants impacts a lot of us who live downtown and work downtown. But what they said over and over again at our event this week is we are working hard to ensure everyone has access, everybody can still operate, everybody can enjoy the convention. And one thing that was actually outlined at this event was ways for residents to interact with the convention. They're talking about having some sort of an event or a festival around the convention to show off local firms, show off food trucks, show off retailers allow these people who come in from out of town to see Milwaukee. So really a lot of excitement, Libby, but I think you're going to see a lot more information, I would say, March and April of next year. We're going to get a little taste of a security zone later on this week when the president is in town, so we'll have to use that and see how people react to that one. You know, I've already been asked three times this morning, when's he coming and when can I avoid all the traffic jams that come with it? So I think there'll be a lot of interest in him coming into town this week. And Mark, finally, I want to thank you for giving me a suggestion for your holiday gift. Squeaky toys are going to be arriving under your tree. You know, I love Squeaky Toys. I loved them as a kid. I was just trying to make this interview a lot more holiday festive, right? Sit, Mark, sit. <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> Always great to have you here. Always good to talk to you, Louis. I'll talk to you next week.